0: On today's show, GM's profits plummet while Toyota soar, Nissan passes Honda in U.S. sales, and UAW workers learn what their profit-sharing checks will come to. All that and more coming right up on Line Daily. This is Autoline Daily for February 4th of 2015. General Motors and Toyota just reported their latest financial earnings. Last year, GM sold 9.9 million vehicles globally, a gain of two percent. that helped push its total revenue up slightly to 156 billion dollars. However, thanks to all those record recalls and problems in Russia and South America, The automaker's net income plunged to only $2.8 billion, which is a 26% drop. Meanwhile, Toyota's third quarter earnings looked good despite a drop in sales. The company sold 2.3 million vehicles. That was down 2% compared to a year ago. However, its revenue was strong, hitting $63 billion. That was up 9%. And the company's net profit surged 14% coming in at $5.3 billion. Think of that, one quarter, $5.3 billion, and they beat GM for the year. Thanks to a weak yen, Toyota is forecasting that for its fiscal year, it's going to report a staggering net profit of $19.5 billion. And that's prompted the Ford Motor Company to complain loudly to the White House about currency manipulation. It wants the White House to include language prohibiting currency manipulation as the White House negotiates the free trade deal known as the Trans-Pacific Partnership, or the TPP. Speaking of the White House, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration is being blasted for not being on top of all these record amounts of recalls. So the White House wants to triple NHTSA's defect budget, not the overall budget, just the budget for investigating defects. Last year, that budget was $10.6 million. Now the Obama administration wants to boost it to $31.3 million to hire new investigators and to add new equipment. And in another auto-related item, the White House wants to boost electric vehicle incentives from the current $7,500 all the way up to $10,000 and they also want to add incentives for purchasing natural gas vehicles. Still to come, TV Entertainment finds inspiration from Elon Musk. UAW members will learn how big their profit-sharing checks will be. And the latest car sales tell some very important stories. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires. Your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems. Breakthrough technologies for lightweight vehicles. Have you seen the television series House of Lies on Showtime? It follows the exploits of a Los Angeles-based marketing group, and its fourth season just happens to be all about electric cars. Even though its storyline is fiction, it features an electric car mogul, creator of an electric car company called Gage Motors. Does any of this sound familiar? Gosh, you don't think this is a takeoff of Elon Musk and Tesla, do you? Episode 4 of 12 is running this week, but don't worry about coming in late to the story. The electric car plot is just getting charged up. Renault just introduced its first C-segment crossover, the Kadjar, which shares a platform with the Nissan Qashqai. The Kajar will be built in Spain and China, and that's going to be the first Renault to be manufactured in China. You know, the Nissan Qashqai has taken the European market by storm, and clearly Renault hopes to duplicate that success with the Kajar. And, you know, even the names sound kind of familiar. The UAW is complaining that its members have not had a raise since 2007, but that does not include lump-sum payments they've been getting from the Detroit Three, nor does it include their profit-sharing checks. Well, GM workers just learned they're going to get about $9,000 each in profit-sharing. Ford workers will get an average of $6,900, and FCA UAW workers will be getting up to $2,750. You know, it's not easy to get a car that can go 200 miles an hour. Just ask the team that worked on the Dodge Challenger Hellcat. They could only get to 199. So join us tomorrow night for Autoline After Hours when our special guest is Tony Roma, the chief engineer on the Cadillac CTSV. One of the topics we'll want to get into is what they had to do to get that car capable of joining the 200-mile-an-hour club. Coming up next, based on last month's sales numbers, Nissan is a company worth watching. True love will find you in the end. Hi, Dad. When you're committed to the job, don't give up and your tires can't be weak in the knees. True needs. love will find you in the end. The end. Durable, dependable Firestone tires. Whatever you drive, drive a Firestone. Sales of new cars, trucks, SUVs, vans, and crossovers came in very strong in the U.S. market last month. Wards reports that automakers sold 1.1 million vehicles, up 9.3% compared to a year ago. However, a year ago, car sales were clobbered by winter snowstorms across the country. So we were expecting a big gain just because of that. The SAR hit 16.56, and now the race is on to see if the industry can top 17 million vehicles this year. The best-selling vehicle last month was the Ford F-150 with 50,800 units. That was up 13% from a year ago. The best-selling car was the Toyota Camry with 26,763, but it barely beat out the Nissan Altima at 26,408. That is a difference of only 355 cars. In fact, Nissan is a company worth watching. It surpassed Honda for the month. Not by much, less than 2,000 vehicles, but that is a milestone. Remember. CEO Carlos Ghosn says he wants Nissan to achieve 10% market share in the U.S. And it now has 9.1% market share, meaning that goal is within the company's reach. In fact, there's a really good story in market share for all the OEMs, so let's look at the winners and losers. Look at this. Mitsubishi posted the biggest increase in market share, up 20%. Now remember, these are percentage increases, not points of share. Subaru shot up 9%. General Motors posted a 4% gain, the biggest of all the full-line manufacturers. Ford and Toyota were up 2%. Nissan was up 1%. The biggest losers start with Volvo dropping 25%. Hyundai was down more than 11%, and Kia was right behind it. BMW dropped more than 9%, and that was all BMW. Mini held flat. The Volkswagen Group fell more than 6%, and that was all VW as Audi and Porsche held flat. Mazda was down, Daimler was down, and so was Honda. Speaking of holding flat, FCA and JLR finished the month with the same amount of market share they had a year ago. Overall, it was a good month for the industry, and we'll be bringing you more of the stories behind those numbers in the days to come. But that wraps up today's show. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.